Hi guys, people. I'm sitting here in my <laughs> backyard. And I'm thinking I'm hearing all the songs of nature and life, everything that is happening around me. And I'm thinking it is kind of distracting. Maybe I should shut out the songs and try to find some peace and quiet and some tranquility and relaxation. But on second thought, I remember in doing my yoga classes, the instructor is telling us that there are times when you have to allow all the noise, all the confusion, all the staku and the songs of what is happening in life around you just pass through you. And don't deny the reality of their existence because every single one of them fulfills a purpose. <laughs> and I'm intent on fulfilling purpose because at the end of the day, if one does not fulfill purpose, then what is the real meaning of our existence? Cross that word out. Existence is not something that any human being, any person should cling to. We should rather cling to life. Existence is for a thing, something that is inanimate, tangible, yes, but void of feelings. But life is something that we ought to be subscribing to every single day that we have the opportunity to so do. And we do every day including today and so i ask of you how many times have you tried to shut the songs of life around you out turn it off deny its existence drive it away shut it out go to a place where you just simply cannot be disturbed or cannot hear or cannot be in touch with what is happening around you and realize for that moment that it's as though life has suddenly stopped and as if you have stopped living for that moment that is not such a good place to be don't get me wrong being quiet and in your place of tranquil and serenity can be absolute therapy and it can all go well with the balance of life that we seek every single day so that we can have our equilibrium in a song state. But at the end of the day, while we are doing that, life goes on. You cannot put a stoppage to what is happening around you. You cannot just decide that it doesn't exist. It does. And it's real. And so what you have to come to a conclusion to is that, listen. While I may not be able to shut it out, I can allow it to filter. And I can try to understand the reason for the noise. If you desire success, if you desire to overcome all the shortcomings that we possess as human beings, you have to find a way to filter the noise that exists in your life. You have to find a way to place meaning to those noises and to understand that each and every one of them carries a message a symbolism of the reason why we are alive why we live and move and have our being one of the greatest composers of all times Ludwig van Beethoven when he began to write his masterpieces it was at the same time that he began experiencing different things that 
None of us would wish upon ourselves and maybe even upon our worst enemies. He started experiencing feelings of depression and social withdrawal and he began to experience deafness. But you have to admire the courage of the man even though those things were beginning to hamper his ability to think. He decided, he concluded, he made his mind up that that is the moment he was going to dig deep the most. And he had to live even if it's just to compose the masterpieces that we now have come to so wonderfully and lovingly know. Ludwig van Beethoven did not fail in his desire to accomplish his existence beyond that which we normally would look forward to. Because he was not concerned about his existence. He was concerned about life. And so his response to going deaf and his response to his inability to embrace the capacity of social endearment was to write masterpieces. What are you going to do? Are you going to succumb and tell yourself that you are second best and that you're going to fall by the wayside and just dissipate because of the fear and the intimidation of the songs and the noises and the confusion? Or are you going to say to yourself, this is the day that I need to decide that I must live and the desire to live, I am going to make sure that it interprets the reality of what I possess, my talent, my ability, my skill, the thing that God has blessed me with, the thing that I love to do the most, the thing that helps me truly define myself, my character, my mannerisms, my potent reason for living. Beethoven is one to admire. And we have to understand that his legacy lives on even this very moment to this day as I speak. If you want a legacy that transcends boundaries and barriers and borders and generations, you have to filter the noises. Don't shut them out. Don't derail the confusion. Embrace it. In the midst of your chaos, in the midst of your unsettlement, in the midst of your discomfort, lies the reality, the catalyst to create masterpieces at what you do best. Don't let these moments pass you by. Don't let these moments sink into oblivion. Embrace them. And understand that each and every single day of your life, you have an opportunity to do something that is different, to do something that can engender the change that you desire to see in your life and that you want to so lovingly share with the lives of others. And it does not have to be the people that are near you, your friends, your family, your loved ones. What about your neighbors? The ones that you don't know about that exist, that is just waiting to hear or see something different from you and be inspired and realize, wait a minute, it's not just me, but there's someone else who has to deal with confusion. But look, they are making the most of it. They are creating masterpieces. They are building legacies. 
They are giving us inspirations, reasons for hope, reasons for trust, reasons for commitment, reasons for discipline, reasons for loyalty, something that can make a difference of a positive nature in my life. So what am I going to do with it? Sit around and just pretend or just hope in vain that it will shut off? No. Continue. Continue and be determined to get to the place where the only thing that matters is your life, your ability to live, and your desire to share that with someone whom you can inspire to do better. Stand by for more. Hi guys, I'm back. <laughs> I just wanted to share those two minutes or so of soothing music and hope that we can really get into a frame of mind to understand the virtuous range of the message that I'm giving or sharing in this episode today. My desire is to build and continue a long-lasting relationship, a friendship with you. And to let you know that you are not alone in the world. That there are so many things that exist outside of your life. That touches your life. That influences your life. And sometimes you are not even aware of it. And so I want to share four pointers with you today. As we go beyond the noise and the confusion and we filter all the stuff that we think makes us uncomfortable and sometimes makes us feel unworthy when we are really not. <laughs> Number one, there is no greater pleasure in life, no greater sense of comfort, no greater sense of gravity than being in tune with your true self. I have seen and met many people who, when you ask them who they are, they would give you an overview of someone that 
they obviously are not familiar with. And I'm always taken aback by that. I'm trying to understand how could you not be at least minimally in tune enough with yourself so that when someone asks a question about you, you can explain and describe in a detailed and passionate manner who you are. Not what you are, but who you are. The real you. The one that exists beyond the label that people see. The one that you protect the most. The one that you think is so special that you only share it with a limited or selected amount of people. You all know what I'm talking about. You don't want to be hurt. You, you don't want to be trapped in a relationship where people can take advantage of you. You just don't want to take risks. But it was the risk of the Wright brothers that give them the opportunity to realize that man can fly. And so we can all enjoy flight today from one place to another. They took a risk. It may have been calculated, but at the end of the day, they discovered something that is still so helpful and precious to our lives today. I remember Thomas Edison, who said that 999 times he failed, but each failure was actually a stepping stone to the success of the thousand time that he discovered the light bulb and then rush and beat his competitors to get the patent and he moved on from there with many more inventions if you are having problems dealing with your real self then it means you have lost the ability to face reality and that is not a good place to be in. You need to come out of there. You need to wake yourself up. You need to shake yourself up. You need to break that barrier, break the shackles of that discontented feeling, that disconnect. Because you were meant, you were created to be first of all in tune with yourself and in tune with a higher being. So that you can have that balance of existence that can lead to life. Point number two. Find yourself in a relationship with God, the creator. I told you I'm a man of faith and I believe that God created all mankind. But the thing is, after you have come to terms with who you are and you have embraced you, you have accepted you then it is time to get in touch with the only one who can love you without conditions, unconditionally. He is the one that is responsible for who you are. But you and him can now become responsible for who you can become, a better you or the best version of yourself. We all need to create a balance and because we are body, mind and spirit, we have to find a way to supplant and feed our spiritual side because it helps the existence and the life that flows to our soul and eventually to our physical body. Do not neglect to find a spiritual relationship with the Creator. 
Because at the end of the day, you will have an imbalance in your life. I am not preaching Christianity to you. I'm preaching that the existence of a supreme being, a creator, a deity, someone who's responsible for your spiritual connection, that is real. Get in touch with it. Number three, find and build relationships. Find and build relationships. Seek for relationships with people. Your neighbor is not necessarily the person that lives in the same neighborhood with you. Every day that you go out, that you walk, you talk, you travel, you socialize, you meet someone that you can build a relationship with. It is better for your sense of being. It is better to help you filter the noise and the uncertainty and the many distractions. You see, when a baby is born, if that baby lacks the touch, the feel and the voices of a mother, a father, parents, single or together, to take care of that baby, it can suffer and eventually die. Lack of touch, smell, feel of another human person, <laughs> it will certainly suffer and eventually die. Everybody needs somebody else to be somebody. We all need moral and spiritual support. We need someone who will tell us, don't give up, I'm with you. We need someone to say, I have your back, I count on you. We need someone to say, I believe in you. And sometimes we need someone to say, get off your lazy butt and get what you need to do done. Sometimes we need to have someone in our face criticizing us and pointing us in the direction that we need to go. Sometimes we need someone to bring fear to our lives so that we can wake up and realize that there's another gear that we can take. There's another step that we can make. There's a better place that we can be. But we cannot get all these experiences if we don't have enough relationships with other people in our lives. Some will help us, some will not help us. Some will be in the middle, some will be just there, suspended, in a state of animation that does not even say yes or no, stop or go, neutral. But they all are going to play a part in our lives. Find and build relationships. Number four, share yourself with the world. Most people never experience the joy of sharing because they feel that what they have and all that they have been given belongs to them and it was for their benefit alone. That is not realistic thinking. If you are gifted, if you are blessed, if you have something that you know is of intrinsic value to you and you keep it to yourself, the value remains singular. But if you share it or even if you give it away, the value 
multiplies. The value replicates. The value triplicates. But the value can only do so when you recognize that it is enough, good enough that is, to share or to give, to let someone else know that this is what is passionate and meaningful and valuable to you. Because within that they can tell who you are. It shows who you are. It displays your character. It displays your mannerisms. It displays your faults. Nothing is wrong with displaying your faults. We all have them, people. We all suffer from things that we are not proud of, but in the end, it makes us human and it helps us to understand that we can be stronger and better as a result of the weaknesses that we have to deal with every day of our lives. There is no shame in that. And sometimes we need to reach out and share it so that we can get the help that we need to overcome it. You see, the first thing that someone who's addicted needs to do is to admit, confess that they have a problem. I have an addiction. I have a likeness. I have a weakness. Call it what you may. It is something that controls you beyond your control and has that significant influence on your life that you are not happy about, that you are not proud of, but it exists. And guess what? The moment you begin to confess, the moment you begin to tell someone about it, that's the moment that you begin to realize there's relief, there's release, and there's a better way. And then the second thing that you need to do is to seek help. I have an addiction and I need help. That's so very important. But then, beyond the addiction, there is something that is also virtuous. And that is the ability to understand that with humility, we are all here to make a contribution to the betterment of our existence. But life has its cycles and it has its courses. As long as you plant with a bountiful mind, you will reap with a bountiful mind. Selfish is a negative emotion and it cannot bring you any reaping profit. It cannot bring you any returns. It cannot bring you any rewards. When you make an investment, you expect to get a reward in return. How can you get anything if you don't share, if you don't give? I know I'm going to quote a scripture here. <laughs> but the Apostle Paul says it is better to give than to receive. And he said Jesus said that. So beyond the confusion, beyond the doubt, beyond the fear, there is hope. Look at these four pointers. Practice them. Write them down. Deal with them objectively. And help yourself to get to the place where you can filter 
the confusion and the unsettled feeling to the point where it makes sense and can provide you with fuel to be the better you. God bless. I love you. Have a wonderful day. Stay safe, people. Until next time, this is your friend Andy saying, take care now. Bye.